sermon, there was a controversy in the news, <laughs> raging a few weeks ago about a Southern Baptist church in Florida who is in the media's crosshairs because they could revise their membership covenant, their membership bylaws, to include what the scriptures say with regard to male, female, and homosexuality. Their statement included nothing other than that faithful churches, including ours, which set forth their own bylaws, nothing other than that faithful churches have believed for over 2,000 years. And yet this afternoon there was nightly news, there were several interviews, there were podcasts, there were all kinds of accusations thrown around. Brothers and sisters, we are living in a when God's Word is not only an unread book for many people in our nation, but also a time when biblical Christianity is seen as dangerous, bigoted, out of step with everything that our wider culture would call good. And Christian in America, if you've been with us over the past few months, I've often said that a lot of our culture's current challenges are things that we think are, are enlightened and, and culturally progressive. And the Roman Empire had that almost 2,000 years ago. Nothing new of these came up in the first century. What is new for you and I is that we haven't grown up with this perspective at least if you were born here, especially in the Midwest. You probably have not had this kind of perspective for the last So with that strange intuition of what to do, how to respond, how do we live in a way that is loving and absolutely fruitful, how do we follow Christ according to what he has said, holding to and not being ashamed of anything in the scriptures. And yet today I want to show uh, perhaps every single Christian here know that we can act in a confidence that comes not in ourselves. Ultimately, it's not going to be about smelling lots of answers if someone you know, does the microphone thing in the street to you or, or whatever question shows up online. But instead, we want to be that our good and evil are for you and me. 
trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth forevermore. The first image that we see is that of being surrounded by the Lord. And so we begin with it was a bestseller.
is to hold us to confidence. It's to hold us to stability. To not be discouraged. To, to not make a shipwreck of your life of faith. To not always have to figure out what the new, the, the new shifting sands of our world is. Oh, you thought you were with it then. Well, now it's a target for me. You have to be for your people. Back over the past few decades of history, I'm increasingly convinced that the underlying theme of our world right now, at least our portion of it here in the West, is that of change. Uh, some folks argue that everything matters, including our faith and our belief. Then you go home and there's a car, the radio, FM, the internet. And change is right and wrong. Isn't it because we're not worried about our beliefs or our Because we won't validate beliefs with a Something that even in our day of, of rethinking and reshaping everything is not new to folks. And that's, if you've ever been to the mountains, one thing I have realized is we can tunnel through it, we can blast roads through any part of it, we cannot move the mountain. Not any earthly Only your faith. Notice, though, that this isn't the only Ultimately, in Revelation, we shall see that God will be with his people. 
it will not endure. Our Lord's protection extends even to ourselves, even to our own redemption. Just something out there, not just something impersonal. about our our struggles from from large to small, our struggles as a country, politically, culturally, economically, religiously, just as much as he cares about our struggles as fallen individual people, our secret sins and lusts, our anger, our hatred, our unloving attitudes and actions toward others. we like or bank accounts that look good, but no, more important, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will show you the way to live and follow him, a pattern that leads to life
Testament to make Jesus charitable, so we find here there are those who will not. if any of this is true, if so, then surely we're all just last or first cousins. But those who turn aside their crooked ways, the Lord will lead away with evil tongues. Jesus said, Don't listen. To those who won't hear, we read in this final verse a warning. Those who won't turn aside from sin, those who will continue to rebel against the Lord shall someday be led away. They will not win. I find it ironic that one of the things that has been often said to Christians in our views about God is that the uh, popular quote now is sort of the long arm of history bends towards, you know, whatever the new